I meet more people out here in the free world that are locked up by their thoughts and by their things than by people in steel bars and barbed wire and concrete. More people are in prison by their thoughts than, than in physical prisons. The physical prison isn't even the hardest prison to be in. I've found that so many people around us are locked up in their own little cell of their mind. And when I was in a physical cell, I had to find a way to tap in every single day and work on myself spiritually, mentally, and physically every day. It was a requirement. It's like I got up every day, and my feet would hit the cold concrete floor, and I look up at the ceiling. And I'm like, all right, God, thank you for my opportunity. Immediately, I'm waking up calling prison an opportunity because my cellmate, this guy named Carlos, he's telling me this life sentence that you're serving, it's not a punishment. This is an opportunity. And the first time he told me this, Ben, I'm like, what do you mean, Carlos? How is this an opportunity? Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we do this. Every single week, we are going to bring you energy, passion, and fire to connect you to that burn that lies inside of you. And it's that burn that a lot of coaches and speakers that don't talk about, that ignites your why and purpose, that then causes you to be disciplined in the action that's required on a daily basis to reach your highest level of performance. So every week we're bringing you athletes, celebrities, entertainers, other speakers, other coaches sharing their story of their burn. This week is no different. Now he doesn't know this. I was excited for this conversation. I know he was excited for the conversation. I've read Change Agent. I read The Coffee Bean. I read The Locker Room. Damon West books are books that will move you to think differently and to take action. And that's what I love about Damon's work. You can see it in his videos online. You can see it when he's been with some teams that I get to work with too. He's been with Alabama. He's been at Michigan State. He's also been to some of the teams that we compete against like Clemson. He's done some amazing things. But uh, Damon, what I love about you is the energy you show up with, the authenticity that you show up with and the fire you show up with. So I know this is a long time coming and a big thanks and uh, lots of love to our guy, John Gordon. But uh, welcome to The Burn, Damon West. Ben, man, first of all, thanks a lot for having me. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I had a conversation with John not too long ago and I was like, John, man, what do you think I got to do to get on get on Ben's show? Man? What, <laughs> what do I have to do to get on The Burn? He goes, man, I'm going to call Ben right now and tell him you want to be on The Burn. And boom, just like that, just like so many times in my life, John Gordon has stepped in and paved the road for me. This guy has been amazing, man. It's like, but he he called you up and made it happen. You said, Damon, we're going to do this date. Here we are. We're finally here, man. This is a long, like you said, it's a long <laughs> time coming. Let's bring it, dude. But like the crazy part is, is like you've sent me your books. I've sent you my books. Like we've texted, we've communicated. I'm just... I'm just wondering, like, what is it that for you that, like, you didn't just text me and be like, hey, bro, like, when can I get on the show? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so we, we, we've we talked and we, we've communicated, <laughs> but it's always like, you know, it's just a little text here and there. And we haven't really built a relationship. And, and I'm, but I, I'd like that, but I haven't invested the time in it to do it either. So it's like, there's, yeah. there's something like it. And that, that's, that's on me. And this is the stuff I talk about to people all the time. 
that's the part that I can control. That's the part that I can work on. It's like I tell people all the time that whenever I'm disturbed, there's something wrong with me. And I got to figure out what that is because that's the part that I can change. And in this relationship with you, that's the part I could have changed. I could have worked on that more and built that when we're texting each other. I got your phone number, man, but I just haven't <laughs> used it enough. And I rely on my friend John to, to pay the road for me. But this conversation we had even before we were on air, I'm not even tapped into my potential. Man, I'm I'm out there killing myself. And, and you showed me, man, I'm capable of play more. You put the coach hat on. Hey, I put the coach hat on because that coach hat lies in you. And I think for so many people listening, they're almost they're scared to become their authentic self, which, which leads me to just a really powerful question. And, and I know you've told the story so many times. I've heard your story. It's impactful for me every time I hear it. My first exposure to you was when you floored me the first year that you did the Power of Positive Summit for John Gordon. And I said to John, I'm like, this Damon West guy, this dude is the real deal. Like his story is amazing. I want you to take all of us inside that prison cell. What was it like for you? I mean, like you worked hard enough. You like you were a quarterback. You were a college quarterback. You were on the sidelines as a friend of the Johnston family with the Dallas Cowboys with a headset on as a kid. Like you're in a prison cell. Damon, what were you thinking about when you knew that your life was turned upside down? Just like some, some people right now, they are in the midst of challenge they've gotten themselves into or mentally they've gotten to a point where they've hijacked their own mentality that they feel like they're in their own proverbial prison cell. How did you get out of that cell? What did you think about? What did you do? And what did your burn look like then? Yeah, you know, it's a very good question, Ben. And you, you hit a good point that people are locked up for many different reasons. I meet more people out here in the free world that are locked up by their thoughts and by their things than by people in steel bars and barbed wire and concrete. More people are in prison by their thoughts than, than in physical prisons. The physical prison isn't even the hardest prison to be in. I've found that so many people around us are locked up in their own little cell of their mind. And when I was in a physical cell, I had to find a way to tap in every single day and work on myself spiritually, mentally, and physically every day. It was a requirement. It's like I got up every day, and my feet would hit the cold concrete floor, and I look up at the ceiling, and I'm like, all right, God, thank you for my opportunity. Immediately, I'm waking up calling prison an opportunity because my cellmate, this guy named Carlos, he's telling me this life sentence that you're serving, it's not a punishment. This is an opportunity. And the first time he told me this, Ben, I'm like, what do you mean, Carlos? How is this an opportunity? He said, this is your opportunity, West, to work on yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week, become the best version of yourself possible. And it lights out that night. He peeked his head down from the top bunk and he said, West, what are you prepared to do tomorrow with your opportunity? So, Ben, I got up every day and I did what is so necessary in life to change the situation I was in what's so necessary in everybody's life to change the situation they are in, I took one small step of action every single day. And that's what it's required. You've got to move forward and take action. No one's going to do the work for you, Ben. So you put in that action every single day, which is really amazing. I hope everybody's listening. That was really powerful. What you said is that you meet more people who are locked up outside of a penitentiary than the number of people that you met when you were physically locked up in a penitentiary. That, that is so powerful. And that's the encouragement 
what I'm hearing you say is, you know, there was a design that you had to every single day to maximize that opportunity when the reality was a life sentence. There was no future for Damon West outside of those concrete walls and those concrete floors. Yet, here you are today making this unbelievable impact. And one of the things that I would say that I love about you is you courageously go for it. I, I saw that in the change agent. You see it in the coffee bean. But I, I would say what I really loved about the locker room and what you and Stephen Mackey did was you took the controversial world that we live in, a world where it's like, all right, it's enough with racism. Like this is just, this has to end already. Like people have to fight towards unity. We all love the red, white, and blue, right? I mean, like what is going on in our country that we can't unify through our challenges, our differences to become one, to compete, to be our best. And you guys just went for it. And similar to John Gordon's book, Training Camp, which is my all-time favorite John Gordon book, even though the locker room, I would say to people who are listening, you're like, oh, locker room's not for me. I'm, I'm not into sports. Read the book. Because there's a message in there that's for the unity of this country and the courageous steps that are needed right now. So now that you're out of the walls of that prison, now that you're writing these books, you're, you're speaking almost every single day of every single month. It's amazing the impact you're having. But what was it about that book that you and Steven said, we're going for it? I don't care if it shakes people up. This is what needs to be heard. Yeah, and Ben, you're a sports guy. You get it, man. You're an athlete. You're a coach. You're in front of athletes all the time. You're in corporate America, but people dig sports. Sports is the great unifier in this country. I tell people all the time, Ben, that before there was Martin Luther King Jr., there was Jackie Robinson. Before you integrated lunch counters in this country, you integrated a locker room. You had to. On Friday nights in the South, man, it, all over America in the fall on Friday nights, they have this thing called high school football. And, and where I live in Texas, high school football is a pretty big deal on Friday nights. It's like a religion. <laughs> it's, people down here in Texas, we worship on Friday nights. And in the stands of those games, there's people from all different backgrounds, races, genders, ethnicities that are laughing, they're clapping, they're high-fiving, they're hugging each other in the stands. And the other six days of the week, we don't do that. Even in religion, we self-segregate our, our societies and religion. We do this on our own. We self-segregate. So when Stephen you know, contacted me about writing this book, I thought, man, this is great because America needs a locker room. Because in a locker room of a team that wins championships, you've been, you've been in teams that win championships. You've got national championship rings to show that teams that win championships, they have this space called a locker room. And in a locker room, your success is my success. In a locker room, the diversity is our strength. And in a locker room, the standard is the standard. No one is above the standard in a locker room of a team that wins championships. But also in a locker room, a mistake doesn't make you a mistake. There's not this cancel culture that you see. That cancel culture stuff you see in the real world, that's not in a locker room. In, in, in a locker room of a team that wins, a guy makes a mistake, they find a way to bring him in. They love on him more. They bring him back into the fold. But in America right now, we've lost our way, Ben. And it's like when we're going to write a book and, and tackle these tough subjects, we couldn't talk about racism without talking about the cancel culture. Because there's a difference between holding someone accountable and holding someone hostage. And right now in this country, people feel like they're being held hostage. I read a poll recently, Ben, before the book came out, said that 82% of the people in America do not feel like they can say what's on their mind because for fear of the cancel culture. 
So Stephen and I wrote this book and we thought, man, you know what? Let's try to bring America together. And we'll use sports as the vehicle to do this because sports can do that. But before we publish it, here's a little known story. Before we publish the book, before I sent out to the publisher, I said, Stephen, we got to market test this thing. We don't want to write a book that talks about the cancel culture and get canceled in the process, right? So I, I sent the book out to five coaches that I know that are hardcore Trump guys. They, these guys wear their magazines, <laughs> you know? Then I sent it out to five coaches that I know that are hardcore BLM type guys. These guys wear that on their sleeve. You know where these 10 men individually are on the political spectrum. Gave them the book, the manuscript. And I said, hey, listen, guys. Give it to me in both barrels. Tell me what this book makes you feel right now where you are in the United States of America. But I need to know because I don't want to get canceled with this book. And all 10 of these guys, Ben, they come back individually and tell me, when is this book coming out? I got to have this book for my team. This is the conversation we need to be having. So we knew we threaded that needle, man. And that was when we ran with it. We went and published the book. It became a Wall Street Journal bestseller. And you know, we just hope more and more people read that book because it has the two ingredients in that book that I think everybody needs to have difficult conversations, has humility and grace. And humility is when you're willing to listen to a tough truth and hear something you may not even know is true, but some other person that sees this and feels it tells you now you're listening to the other side. But grace is the other element because grace, man, grace always costs a person giving it more than it costs a person who receives it. And grace is when you get what you don't deserve in life. And we don't have enough humility and grace in this country right now. I'm going to encourage everybody to buy the copy of the book. We're going to make it super easy for you. We're going to put it right here in, in the notes uh, of our episode here of The Burn. And make sure that you pick up a copy of the book. And here's what I'll tell you. If you don't find value in that book, I will send you a copy of Uncommon Leadership for free. So, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, like, this is a book because... There's just, Damon, there aren't enough people who are sharing what needs to be heard. The easy way, which is what I believe has gotten America into the turmoil that we're in, is everybody looking for the easy way, everybody trying to cut corners, everybody not communicating, everybody not doing the things that made this country great. We need to get back to challenging each other for the good and strength of America, right? Not being yes people, doing the things and having the conversations and changing the messages that we share under our own roofs in our homes, being courageous, being, being courageous with our children and how we raise them and how we communicate with our friends. And when our friends say things that are out of line, like you put them in check. And that's the reality. Yeah. Like if something's going on in a locker room and somebody's not living to that standard, you're not going to allow that person to go through the workout that day or to go to practice that day. As a leader of that team, we're going to encourage captains of that team to pull a guy aside, look him in the eyes and say, man, is everything good with you? Because what's going on that's causing you to respond this way? Because we're going to have a hard time winning if we're all having to go down to get you where you are because you're not with us living to this standard. And a lot of times it's somebody being showed a little bit of love, a little bit of care and a little bit of getting noticed. And they're actually not that far off. It's just the courageous conversation that brings them up to that standard. So I love the book. I think you guys will, will love it too. I've got one powerful final question uh, for you, Damon, because you know we hit it hard and fast here on The Burn. And this That's is right. just something that I, I admire how you show up. So a lot of you, I don't know if you've seen it, but Damon has built just an amazing relationship with Dak Prescott. And I can tell it's an iron sharpens iron. It's going to be really fun to see where he takes 
this year. And, you know, he's a guy who is driven from loss of his mom like I am. Powerful story. You have a powerful story. So I could, I could see that energy when I see videos of, of the two of you together. And we are getting ready to throw our mental toughness forum. And it's going to be August 2nd through the 6th. I want you to be our first commitment for 2023 as one of our speakers. This is going to be an annual thing. So this is Whoa, your invitation real, live to, uh, to be our first invitation for the 2023 forum. Because the, the way we bonded, uh, it's just I, you, you should be one of the speakers. I apologize. We're already full. I'm almost like we got to squeeze Damon in into this year. But I, I would love for you to be a part of, uh, of, of next year's forum. But one of the things I, I love, and this is the, the point of the Dak story, when you walk into the Dallas Cowboys facility, Dak Prescott can look at you. And yeah, you're a former quarterback and you can still throw the thing 50, 60 yards in the videos you put out. But I know Dak Prescott is looking at you going, this is a guy that shows up and does what he says he's going to do. You're fit. You always got your J's on like I do. But like you, you are living and breathing what you share with your words. And this, this, is a, this is a world right now where everybody wants to tell you how great they want to be. But when you have a conversation with their action, it's a completely different story. What I admire is how you show up with your action. You're great with your words. You're a hell of a speaker. But there's an action that you choose to take. There's an action that I know Dak Prescott sees that causes him to stand up in front of his team as the leader and say, guys, this is what we need right now. You need to listen to this guy. So what is it for you? that causes you to not just be this great speaker, but to be somebody who takes action, to be an example for, I know, athletes and businesses, but also for your family. I, I know that's a big question, but I want it to be a big one so we can finish this strong. Yeah, and look, and, and I'll step out on, on, on my faith to answer this because um, <clears throat> it's what I, you know, Ben, I don't, I tell people that I don't think God sets bushes on fire anymore. That's a very Old Testament type thing. I think God sets people on fire. And when he sets one of these people on fire, we see them glowing in front of us. He's got this light shining on them. And right now I'm one of those people. And, and anybody listening to this, you can be one of those people too. The power's inside you to be glowing like that. But I'm one of those people. And I know that I've got this light shining and I've got to share this with the world. I've got to share this with other people because so many people are struggling right now, Ben. So many people are coming in need. And the, the three hardest words that I've found for people to say, I need help. I need help. But doesn't everybody need help? I mean, every, I mean, everybody is struggling with stuff that you can't even imagine when you come into contact with them. So it's my purpose in life to find a way to show people through my story, through this, this living, breathing example that, hey, you know what? If I could do it inside of a maximum security level five penitentiary, with a life sentence in prison, not knowing if I'm ever going to get out. But if I could do that in a dungeon, then you can do it out here. Because I know that some people are struggling. Like we said at the very beginning of this conversation, there's a lot of different ways to be in prison, Ben. And so many people are locked up in the prison of their mind. And it's one of the things that I think is my calling to help free people from that prison of their mind. I love it, brother. It, it is just, it's awesome how you're showing up. It's awesome the action that uh, that you take. I enjoyed that iron sharpens iron conversation that we had before we started rolling. I know that there's going to be a lot of energy and big things together. And I think the catalyst of that, and I think we could, we could leave with this. I'm going to turn it over to, for your thoughts on this. 
you know, we share in connection a mentor in John Gordon. And John Gordon is one of those individuals. He's always been there for me. He shares the tough stuff, but sometimes I'm like, man, I don't want to hear that. But then you get done. It's like, hey, thank you, John, for telling me that because that's exactly what I needed to hear. And I think sometimes people forget that guys like us, because they see us working with teams or with these businesses. I still have two coaches. I'm reading books every day. I love your books. Like once again, people, you need to get the locker room. Like I'm reading books every day. I'm far from figuring this out. How big of a blessing has it been for you? And how important is it to have the John Gordons, the mentors, the coaches in your life, even when you're performing at such a high level already? Oh, it, it's, it's, it's pivotal. It's, it's essential. It's, it's an existential thing. I've got to have, first of all, John Gordon, let, let's just talk about John, man. No one has done more for me in my life to make sure that I am living up to my potential than John Gordon. John Gordon discovered me after a conversation he had with Dabo Sweeney when he went and talked to the, the Clemson football team. And John Gordon says, hey, man, I see something in you. Let's take this coffee bean message. Let's put it on a rocket ship and deliver it to the world. And then John became the biggest champion in my life. He still is to this day. I mean, John is the guy I go. I talk to John all the time when I have questions about stuff, life, business, whatever it is, family. I go to John Gordon. Everybody needs a mentor like that. The other guy that I have that's a mentor like that is I, I'm in a program recovery, this 12-step program recovery called AA. And I don't. Well, I got to say this, the AA people get mad at me if I don't say, I don't speak for AA. That's just a program recovery that I'm in. But in AA, we have a sponsor. And this sponsor of mine, I'll call him Ray to protect his anonymity. This guy is my rock, man. But the thing that qualifies Ray to be my sponsor in life <laughs> is that he has so greatly failed in his own life. And he has found the way through a program recovery, which the program recovery is all about getting outside yourself and being a servant leader. But Ray, you know, my other mentor in life, this is a junior high dropout from Boston. He's like 70 something years old. He dropped out of school in junior high. This guy is my mentor. This is my guru, man. So it, it goes to show you that you don't have to have a bunch of fancy degrees. You don't have to have the formal education of someone, you know, that's that's been to the very top to have knowledge of how to help someone else out. We all have this power inside, inside of each of us. Yeah. And I, we can certainly feel your power. You can feel it in videos online when you speak. I can see it in just pictures, the way you engage with people that you care about and care about uh, your family. And that burn is certainly bright. I know that burn was going inside of you when you were in that prison cell. And it's a blessing to us all that now you're outside of that prison cell, helping people unlock mentally but to take the action to perform at their highest level. So thank you for joining us. And was that a yes? Did, did we get a yes for the forum for 2023? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, let me go back to that, man, because you hit me with a lot at one time. Dude, I'm so humbled and honored. Absolutely. Tell me when and where I need to be there. Do you want me to do it Zoom? You want me to come out to St. Louis? <laughs> Tell me, man, I'm there. I love Hell, it. Yeah, I love it. Well, I, I know we're going to continue to do big things together. And I know for each and every single one of you listening, when you feel that energy and you feel that passion, that's the authenticity, that's the burn. And that's what's needed. You connect to that every day. That ignites why and purpose that then causes you to take the disciplined action. When you see somebody go as hard as Damon once goes, you say, how does he go that hard? It's because of that burn. And that's why we come to you every single week to connect to your burn 
so that you can ignite that why and purpose and be more disciplined in the action that it takes to write one hell of a story. So thank you, Damon West, for joining us for The Burn. Can't wait here. It's coming up. The Mental Toughness Forum, August 2nd through the 6th. Make sure you sign up for the forum. Make sure you grab a copy of The Locker Room by Damon West and Steve Mackey. And we appreciate every single one of you. We are in this fight together. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.